This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Today's program is a recording of a message that Rev. Adalia Hansen shared with the staff and families of WMI at a Wednesday night prayer meeting. She shared this message as Dr. Hansen himself was out of town. We will be sharing this message for two days, today and tomorrow. And the title is, What Do You Carry? Now, let's begin. I'm going to talk about what do you carry. So that's my message today. What do you carry? Um, in this message, I'll be talking about the burdens that the Lord gives, that He gives to the people that He entrusts His burdens, He entrusts His heart, and what He wants His will to be fulfilled. Now, a burden is like a call to participate. So what He wants, He gives you a burden, that you will participate in some decisions, in some bringing forth, in some birthing. So what he's actually saying is, I need your help. I need your voice. I need your words. I need you to be able to express what's in my heart or to be able to bring the government of heaven into the earthly realm. Now, if we read the book of Malachi 1 verse 1, Malachi, the book of Malachi starts saying, the burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. So that one already gives us an example that the burden of the word of the Lord that he had put in the prophet Malachi. And then he told him what to say. But we have different burdens. Sometimes the burden is non-cognitive. You not be able to know exactly what it is until you enter into prayer. And sometimes you'll be able to know exactly what it is because he will use words. He will be able to give words to your spirit, and then you'll be able to discern exactly what he's saying. Now, what a burden does, it weighs on your spirit. It weighs on your heart. It makes you restless. You're not able, you're not able to do the things that you do on a daily basis the way you used to do. Because there's something weighing on your heart. Now that is the Father giving a burden to you because He trusts you with it. That you will not be able to forget it or abandon it. 
But the problems that we experience, just as humans, sometimes He gives us this burden in our spirit, and sometimes we're too selfish to be able to attend to that burden, or sometimes we're too busy to attend to it. Now, when He does that, sometimes He'll repeat it over and over. It could stay for weeks. It could stay for months. But sometimes it might lift up if you don't attend to it, and you will lose it. So any responsible believer that discerns that the Lord has given them a burden, they need to attend to it immediately. Because there are things that we cannot waste time on. If He gives you a burden of a loved one, let's say you wake up one morning and you start to feel uneasy or restless. And you wonder, like, what is going on? Something is going on. If you don't attend to it, there might be casualties. You never know. It might be an accident orchestrated. It might be, I don't know, something that the enemy is planning against a loved one. But if you don't attend to it, and then that's where you hear the news, somebody died. And yet you knew that the Lord was speaking to your heart. He was putting restlessness in your spirit for you to attend to it, but you chose to ignore it. I'll give you an example. In the book of Exodus, chapter 2, verse 11, it says, Now it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown, that he went out to his brethren and looked at their burdens. And he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his brethren. So he looked this way and that way. And when he saw no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And when he went out the second day, behold, two Hebrew men were fighting. And he said to the one who did the wrong, why are you striking your companion? Well, we know Moses was a prince. He was considered the daughter, uh, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Now, he had privileges, and you know how in those kinds of places, how they have privileges and they live lives that are probably full of iniquity because you know how they're taken care of by maidens and all those kind of stuff. So this is the life that Moses lived. And yet the Bible, if you read the book of Hebrews, it says he rejected to be called the, the, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. If you look at it this way, it was a burden that the Lord had given him. Because he chose to reject that pleasure and leisure of life and then sought after his brethren. The burden for his brethren was what God gave him. Now, Israel is supposed to be in captivity for 400 years. And by the time Moses was at that time, they're about 390. They were pushing 390 years. Now, when he went out and killed the Egyptian, you know, he went back the second day to check on them. And that's what burdens do. You keep going. You keep pushing. You have to keep attending to it until what it's, that has been laid in your heart is fulfilled. So he killed the Egyptian and then ran away. And he was in the wilderness for 40 years. So it meant that the Israelite, according, God wanted them to be, a, to be 400 years in captivity. But Moses, was in the wilderness for 40. So that made a total of 430. They exceeded the time that they were supposed to be there. When Daniel was going through the books, then he discerned that the time has come. 
So there was a burden in Daniel's heart concerning the people who are in Babylon. It was a burden that the Lord had given him. So he searched and he fasted. The burdens that the Lord gives you, it causes you to start seeking his face, seeking his face on what the issue is all about. If you're an intercessor or a watchman and you have no burden, maybe you should reconsider calling yourself one because intercessors are given burdens. And burdens are in levels. People sometimes are given burdens of loved ones, sometimes of a region, sometimes of a country. Now, if you look at this ministry, the burden is of a, like a bigger region. It's like countries, countries coming together. So that's the burden of this ministry that pastor um, carries. It's not just for America. It's all over the place. But as for you, you could have been given the burden of a loved one. Some people might be given the burden over the region, like the way grandpa sometimes says, well, revival might break out and go around Stanwood. That is a burden. If he discerned it right, then he should know it's a burden in his heart and he needs to attend to it. That's how it is. Sometimes it's not clear until you go into prayer and then you start asking and the Lord will be able to reveal much more of what the burden is all about. And sometimes, you know, there are people who have, given, have been given graces. If you're given a burden, you're given a grace for it as well. Because you cannot be able to start praying for a country, and yet the Lord has not given you a burden for that country. You will not be able to pull through because you won't last with it. You're given a measure of grace for it. And also, there is a spiritual strength that comes with it that only the Holy Spirit can give you for you to be able to press in longer for what he, he intends to do. Like if you look at the revivals that happen all over the world, like even Roberts, when he was doing the Welsh revival, he would go sit down on a pulpit, like somewhere there, and he will sit down and he will groan. And as he calls and groans and continue praying, People in the street will start drawing near. That was his burden. John Knox was Scotland. So there are levels that we are not called the same. We have the same spirit, all believers, but we're given different measures of faith, different measures of anointing. Do you enjoy the Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen radio program? Please take a minute to pray if the Lord would have you help us with the substantial financial burden of this program. We receive no grants or funding from any organization or government agency and have no other means of support than the gracious and generous giving of our listeners. World Ministries bears the entire burden. In about 30 seconds, you can donate at worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Thank you for your gifts, generosity, and graciousness. We cannot, you cannot force yourself to do something that you have not been given the grace for. I've been given the burdens for the orphans and the widows. And sometimes when God gives you that burden and you keep pressing on that, then he'll add more. You're given something, then more is added. But you have to start from somewhere. You start with the little that he has given you. 
the people that did a mighty revival started from somewhere. Maybe it started from a soul, and then it became a soul of the town, souls of the whole country. It starts from somewhere. Now, if you consider Simeon and Anna, the prophets, Simeon waited for the longest time for the birth of Jesus. Anna was in the temple praying. So these are burdens that the Lord had given them, and they were praying it through. They prayed it through until the time came that he, they saw the fruition of what they've been praying for. And Simeon said, well, Lord, allow your servant to rest now because he has seen the salvation that he said that he would see before he, before he dies. When you're given a burden, you don't go halfway. You have to go all the way to the end until you finish. You don't stop until you finish. If you consider Paul, Paul, even he was so driven and he said, war unto me if I don't preach the gospel. And even when he went to the city and he was stoned and yet he still got up, went to the city and the next day he went to another city. So the burdens are so weighty and heavy. And that's why I say woe unto you. So it's war unto you if you don't attend to what God has given you. It's war unto you. You cannot sit back and say, let's say a loved one. Let's say a loved one is so involved with a lot of things that are not godly. And you see their path and they're leading to destruction. That does not. And then you know that person has been pressing in your heart over and over again. A five-minute prayer will not solve that. A scheduled prayer, you know, the time of people meeting in a place like this, and then we pray for the person, and the next time you'll pray for the person is when we have the next prayer meeting. You're not attending to what God has given you. You're not attending to it. And it's not about corporate prayer. I'm talking about individual burdens that the Lord has given you. It's not something that you have a different burden than Jamie has. Karen has a different burden that that grandpa doesn't have. They both, these are two people. Yes, they are one as married, but God gives her a burden and him a burden. So they have to, I know there's corporate prayer where two people come in and they pray together, but there are times they need to separate that you attend to what the Lord has told you and he attends to it. And it takes a lot. You have to groan in the spirit. It's not just asking Lord, help the person and leave it at that. When it go, when it starts, when the burden is so weighty on you, sometimes you don't even have the words to describe it. You start just groaning in the spirit. Sometimes you lack words to say it. And you start groaning. And you groan in the spirit. Sometimes not words. Sometimes you might just find yourself like you're wailing. Sometimes it's a sound you produce from the inner man. That is the Holy Spirit groaning from within you. And the funny thing, the good thing is, you know, here... I know I could discern everybody has been given one, but if you have you been attending to it, that's the question. Jamie, you have not been attending to yours. God has called you as an intercessor. I told you many times and even months ago that the Lord has called you to be able to minister at his feet. And it's for you to be able to start praying deep for your own children, your daughters. Otherwise, you'll be asked, what did you do with what I gave you? Intercession. Intercession is not a cheap thing. People think intercessor just, oh, I am an intercessor. Then show me you are an intercessor. Because God will give you the grace for it. You have to grow deeper in it and continue 
digging deeper until you see the fulfillment. You don't stop. You don't stop. There's a reason why Jesus said men ought to pray and pray without ceasing. It's your responsibility. You'll be held accountable to it if you don't attend to it. Unless one catches a bird in some people's destiny, will not come to fruition. If Moses did not come out of his luxury life and went after his brethren and even ran to the wilderness and even didn't attend to the burden that the Lord had given him for the Israelites, then how long will they have been stayed in bondage? If Moses had not agreed, if he hadn't attended to the burden that he was given, then some people's destiny would have been maligned. Some people's destiny are tied to you because God has entrusted you with that one. He said, I need you to pray, pray through this one and attend to it. And through you, I'll be able to move because God usually moves his hand upon the person who's given the, the burden. Because when the person speaks, the grace is there. The anointing for it is there. So when the person is continually praying, then the hand of God moves. He moves. Remember, God is a spirit. He needs a body to be able to function. We carry the Holy Spirit. And he needs us as the temple. For him to be able to express his intentions, his will, and all that. So ask yourself, what do you carry? And I know most of you, it's not live alone the people who listen to this later, but y'all who are here, I know you've been given those burdens. I know. When the Lord gave me the burden of some marriages here, and you could tell that one was just hanging on a string. It was hanging on a string this way, dangling. And I attended to it. I was so restless, day in, day and night. I'd get up from my bed and kneel, and I will start praying. I'll start praying in tongues, and sometimes it was painful. I felt pain. It was painful. And I would cry and weep, but sometimes I would just produce a sound, like, oh, just a sound, a sound. And I did that almost every night. But the Lord came through for them. He did. Because the enemy had put his foot in the marriage. And if I had not attended to it, then it would have had a calamity. Those people would not be together anymore. I'm telling you the truth. I can't say much, but I'm telling you the truth. They wouldn't, they would have made it. No. So what he does, the Lord sees a problem coming and then he'll search and look. He'll search and say, where is the man that I'm going to entrust with this one? And he will search and look. And he'll say he finds Gabe. And he gives Gabe that. Then probably Gabe is too busy working and all that. But he will, he'll be restless. He'll be at work. It bothers him. It can take months until the burden lifts. And it will only live when you've already... It will lift from you. If you don't obey the Holy Spirit, 
and then he'll find somebody else. But you have walked in disobedience there. He'll give it to somebody else to attend to it. But now there, there's a friction between you and him. You've grieved him. And it will lift from you when you've already attended to it until whatsoever he wanted to do, he has already done it. Then it will lift. It will lift. So God is the burden giver. So it will stir it up. He will stir it up from within you. Now the question would be, when he's, the Holy Spirit is hovering about, the question would be, who will rise and say, deliver my people? It is out of you attending that deliverance come. Attending to the burden, then the deliverance comes for whomsoever that he has put in your heart to attend to. So you start engaging the word. You engage the word. And this one is very effective because you're already aligned. It's not you doing it, it's God doing it, but he just needs you to align. And then through you, he's a channel to be able to fix that problem. Some of the problems and situations are things that will probably be sorted out in years. If it's revival, it's because probably somebody prayed for many years before the revival came. But what about these loved ones? I love the story of Steve when people are praying. <laughs> people, I heard, was it 300 people? I can't remember quite good. Mm. Yep, he got caught. And that's what burdens do. You prayed in. You pray, you pray until the person cannot run any longer. And then, you know, when you're attending to God's burden, what happens is he starts to reveal secrets. Not necessarily of what he gave you. There's some secrets he start revealing. You start walking in revelation. There are people who have attended to burdens. They're not called prophets or anything. But it's because they're attending to the burdens that they encountered the Lord Jesus. Because the person is busy attending to the affairs of the Father. And the Lord will not be able to withhold himself, not reveal himself to the person. There's a person who asked me, how do I see the Lord Jesus? The person asked, sent me a message like, how do I see him? I said, if you seek him with all your heart, you will find him. When you attend to the burdens of the Father, it's so easy to find. You'll find him. He'll reveal himself to you. You don't have to be a prophet, an apostle, and all those kind of nice titles. Just an individual. He will come into the room. Catherine Kuhlman, he said, she said, she's just an ordinary person. She said, well, I don't have any skills or gifts. But he, she said, Lord, use me. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. But Lord, use me. Use me. And she attended to the burdens of the Father and see what came out of her. When you start attending to the burdens of the Lord, what happens is it opens the spiritual realm to you. I'm talking from experience now. It opens the spiritual realm. And he starts to entrust you with some secrets. He'll start showing you some things you have never imagined you will see. It's, you're not, you didn't even ask for it. He will do it willingly. 
give it a try, not even a try, do it. You come here and tell us that you saw Jesus, that he spoke to you. What touches him is when you touch the Father, when you touch the things that he solely is really, really wants. When you touch his heart, there's no way he can withhold. If you ask him, Lord, that I may see you, he won't withhold that. He will not. John in the wilderness, John had a burden. <laughs> and you see how bold he became. He was busy crying out, repent, repent. And he had so much authority that he would stand and rebuke the Pharisees and call them, you brood of vipers. There was no fear. We thank you for joining us for Reverend Adelia Hansen's message, What Do You Carry? Tune in tomorrow as we will continue with this message. May the Lord richly bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.